0: Blog Talk Radio. You're gonna need a bigger boat. or let On this episode of Hollywood History, this is the first in a series
1: of episodes as we dive into the world of entertainment. We will discuss Titanic facts that the blockbuster
0: movie and Broadway musical did not teach us. We will also talk about Disney's firing of Kermit the Frog. What? Along with entertainment news from we'll the headlines, from my mouth theories here ears, VIP at night will take on the entertainment news adventure.
1: Maybe even dissect some news. Well, just to ask ourselves why good afternoon everybody or i should say good morning good morning everybody welcome to vip ignite live this is our broadcast uh, episode of hollywood history part four it's our fourth uh, episode in our hollywood history uh, segment but our 15th episode of blog talk radio so thank you once again for joining us we really uh, we appreciate that um we have a lot of exciting stuff going on today. We're trying a new format here uh, for in our studio, so I'm hoping uh, this comes out a little clearer. We've been having some issues lately, so um, please uh, bear with us as we try to iron out some of our technical difficulties to make this show even better for you uh, moving forward. So uh, we got a lot of exciting stuff today. Uh, as we said, we have uh, some titanic facts that are pretty cool to learn about. Uh, Titanic's always been an interesting uh, thing to me. Um, the movie, of course, was a, was a blockbuster hit. The Broadway musical, not so much. Although I, you know, I have to tell you that um, if you didn't see it, you missed something pretty spectacular. Um, I went into it very skeptical, thinking, you know, how can you, how can you really draw me into a ship sinking on the Broadway stage? Um, and I, I, you know, as a Broadway enthusiast and and as a you know and as a uh, performer myself, I never really um had a hard time visualizing that. I've directed a few different productions um, back in college and high school days in community theater um, and I have to say that even giving it thought I wasn't quite sure why or not necessarily why, but how I would have made the ship sink um, um, and they did it. They did a magnificent job I mean of course, it was expensive to do it had to be an, it was a tremendously expensive set because it's all hydraulic, the stage going up on angles and uh, just just absolutely incredible how they did it, but it did. It drew you right in. I mean, you felt like you were watching, just like you were watching the movie and that ship was sinking. I mean, you just got drawn right into it, which was just absolutely amazing. Um, I'm not going to talk about the firing of Kermit the Frog. Why would Disney even think about firing Kermit the Frog? I mean, that's all topic. Um, and did they really fire Kermit the Frog? So we'll, we'll check into all that. Um, and, uh, yeah, we'll look at see what else is going on in the news. Um, like I said, this is a random episode. We're talking about some random stuff. VIP Ignite Live. If you haven't been on one of our webinars lately, uh, it's time to sign up for one. Make sure you get in touch with us and uh, get on to our webinars. Uh, we have a great, a very exciting event coming up in, um, in October in Los Angeles at Hollywood, uh, in Hollywood. Um, we will be uh, aven- taking our adventure to the Hollywood Hills. Uh, we'll be over in Hollywood Universal Studios in Hollywood. Uh, we're going to have a really great time in, uh, in
0: October. Uh,
1: so for all you Inner Circle members, I can tell you that it's going to be an absolutely magnificent time for you. Uh, Diamond Inner Circle, well, you already know you're going to be blown away. So um, think about this. You're not Diamond Inner Circle, or you're not in the Inner Circle, just in the in general. Um, you're missing out on some really cool stuff that's only available to those members. So uh, lots of great stuff going on here. And like I said, I encourage you to go on our – if you're just listening to us for the first time, please join us in some of our webinars. and look us up. On VIP at night on Facebook, um, and get onto uh, some of our web uh, webinars and and join us for some really exciting stuff. Uh, now if you're an aspiring actor, actress, model, uh, we can help launch that career. There's a lot of people out there that say they can do it, uh, but there's only one true way to be able to do it, and that's to network and meet with the right people. Uh, we do have our own management company, uh, however, um, we really um, that and our events are very separate endeavors from each other. Um, The events are designed for one purpose and one purpose only, and that's to create a networking field with people in the business so you can actually meet and greet and talk to them, not their secretaries, not their administrative assistants, not a temp that they hired for the day to go represent the company, the actual director, producer, actor, actress, wardrobe consultant, makeup artist, uh, photographer, camera person, whatever – um, you'll meet the actual person, be able to sit, talk to them, exchange business cards, talk, get phone numbers, emails, creating network for yourself. Networking is how you get how you get somewhere in this business, and uh, we um, that's the events before, um, and to help uh, you know grow your career. There's lots of cool stuff that come along with the events, but that's what our webinars are designed for. Teach you all about that, and um, you know if you're aspiring talent, um, we do have reach management. Uh, which is uh, our management company. There really are no agencies anymore out there. They're all Anyone that calls themselves an agency is actually a management company today, but uh, they're all management companies. That's because they have a law of restructure today. Um, but uh, a management company represents you. That's a whole different endeavor in itself. So we also have that available, too, to those who qualify, and uh, very cool stuff. Um, but you know what? At networking events, you may meet another management company, and uh, you may blow them away, sweep them off their feet, get signed to them, and more just built for you uh, to be working with them. So um, let's uh, dive right into our our adventure today. Um, we're going to start our venture off today talking about uh, the uh, Titanic facts. So let's uh, let's talk about that That's pretty cool stuff. about some Titanic facts you may or may not know. Uh, I thought that music was to keep playing in the background, but uh, apparently it's uh, given up on us. <laughs> so, it may come back. It was Let's talk about the Titanic and some things we may know and may not know. Um, it's, uh, the Titanic is a pretty interesting story in itself. Um, unfortunately, uh, as we know, it's laying on the bottom of the ocean. Um, not a place that you would necessarily want to be. But... <laughs> That's where the Titanic sits to this day. You know, um, it was on April 15, 1912, when the RMS Titanic sank beneath the frigid waves of North Atlantic, taking 1,517 of her passengers with her. Um, so pretty, uh, pretty, pretty scary stuff. Um, you know, uh, the only known automobile that was on the Titanic at the time it sank was a 1912 Renault, uh, uh, Renault uh, C.B. Coupe de Ville. The car was purchased in Europe by William Carter of Bloomer, Pennsylvania, who was traveling with his wife and two children back to the United States. Carter and his family uh, did survive the disaster, uh, but the car has yet to be recovered from the wreckage, which is pretty cool. Uh, Which means it's down there. It's got to be down there. Um, About 14 years before the Titanic sank, it's interesting, because uh, author uh, Morgan uh, Robertson uh, published his novel, Fertility. The book tells the story of of the ship, the Titan, Uh, which was the largest cruise ship ever built. Uh, The cruise ship is said to be unsinkable. Hmm, sound familiar. Uh, However, it collides with an iceberg in April and slips beneath the waves. Coincidental.
0: I say spooky. Uh,
1: There aren't enough uh, lifeboats on the boat. Hmm, starting to sound really familiar. And more than half the passengers die in the North Atlantic. Does this sound eerily familiar to you? sure does to me, because 14 years later... The Titanic actually lived out this exact adventure that the book Fertility um, talked about. And more more interesting than that, the ship in the the book is called Titan. The ship that actually lived this exact adventure was the Titanic. Hmm. Creepy, creepy, creepy. And who says you can't write history? Who says you can't look into a crystal ball and tell what's about to happen? Let's talk about... The cost, you know, the cost was the most expensive first-class ticket at that time to New York from uh, from England. Uh, it was four thousand three hundred and fifty dollars. That would be equivalent to sixty-nine thousand dollars today. Um, that's amazing. Um, the very last meal that was served on Titanic uh, was served in first-class salon at eleven courses. It was a wortoff pudding, uh, peaches in shark's uh, jelly. Chocolate and vanilla clairs and a French ice cream for dessert. It's really cool. There were actually um, only two bathtubs, one for men and one for women, available in, in the third class uh, portion of the ship, which is uh, which is interesting because there were 700 people in third class. Let's um, talk about the temperature of the water. For example, the temperature of the iceberg that the Titanic hit was 32 degrees Fahrenheit. The water, however, that the passengers fell into. Was 28 degrees. The high salt content in the water prevented it from freezing. Same thing when you go down to the shores and in the beaches and you see the oceans or the gulfs and the bays and salt, depending on the salt content, uh, depends on whether they freeze easily or not. Um, roast beef is an interesting one too. The first class passengers were summoned to dinner by burglars uh, playing the roast beef of old England, which is pretty cool. Um, just a few seconds, um, you know, the time between the lookout's first sighting of the iceberg and impact was only 37 seconds. It's not today where we have radars and sonars and all kind of other stuff. They literally saw the iceberg, called down, and 30 seconds later, boom, the ship hit the iceberg. You know, after a helping load of bread, uh, bread um, after helping lo- load bread into lifeboats for passengers, Titanic's uh, chief baker Charles Johnson. Uh, drank a large amount of whiskey, uh, the alcohol in the system kept him from freezing in the frigid water. He was later rescued several hours after swimming in the ocean. That's interesting. So keep that in mind. Keep whiskey on your boat. Um, Let's see. uh, What else is interesting? There were actually 12 dogs aboard the Titanic. Three of those dogs were a Pekingese and two Pomeranians, survived. There were no cats aboard the ship, um, which went against the naval tradition of taking a feline pasture for good luck to keep the rats away. Hmm. Could have been a reason why the ship hit an nice bird. Never know. The Titanic was transporting 3,500 bags of mail across the Atlantic when it sunk. Um, if any of that mail has ever recovered, the United States Postal Service is required by law to deliver it. It's pretty cool. I didn't know that. Um, let's see. Anything else that's really interesting that we didn't know? Um, hmm. No one actually ever claimed that the Titanic was unsinkable. Um, however, in 1911, Shipbuilder Magazine published an article that said when water tight doors were closed, the ship would be practically unsinkable. The quote was, was obviously taken way out of context and remained that way through, uh, throughout history. Um, and a little other trivia, uh, the sister ships to the Titanic were the Britannica and uh, the Olympic. Well, um, just a little fun Titanic fact. Uh, I thought I would share that with you because the movie didn't share that with you. Um, also, um interesting fact um, I just read somewhere. Let's see if I can find it for you. Um, there was actually a um, a lifeboat um, safety trail that was supposed to be performed the afternoon of of the night that the ship actually sank. Um, so, <laughs> on the afternoon of April fifteenth, nineteen twelve, there was a uh, lifeboat drill that was scheduled to take place to make sure everyone knew what to do in case of an emergency and um, at very strong advice uh, of not uh, alarming our first class passengers who spent a lot of money um, Captain Edwards was um, asked to cancel that drill which he obliged because he was an employee of White Star Line and uh, that's what they asked him to do he obliged it really he didn't feel it affected their voyage by doing so um, and of course, by irony, the ship sank that night, and nobody knew what to do. So um, yeah, that's a little bit about that, and a little bit about the Titanic. It's some uh, bizarre history for you. I thought you would uh, enjoy hearing some of that. So let's go into our next topic here. Uh, I want to talk about um, Disney. Uh, Disney really uh, threw a curveball at us, um, you know, with the firing of uh, Kermit the Frog. <laughs> You know, I uh, think Kermit the Frog. I mean, that's pretty, that's pretty bizarre in itself. Huh? Let's take a break. Uh, I'll be right back with you, and we'll talk about firing of Kermit the Frog.
0: Why are there so many songs about rainbows and what's on the other side? Rainbows are visions, but only illusions, and rainbows have nothing to hide. So we've been told, and some choose to believe it, I know they're wrong, wait and see. The dreamers and me. Who said every-
1: Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Who says that every wish? That's where we were going with Miss Piggy. Um, welcome back. Remember Mickey frog here. Uh, just got a lot of cool stuff here for you. Um I can't even believe that Disney would would do such a thing. Um, Uh, Well, I didn't actually fire Kermit the Frog, but that's what the news says. Disney says they fired Kermit the Frog actor over unacceptable business conduct. So let's talk about that for a minute. Steve Whitmere has been Kermit the Frog for 27 years. Um, It's a long time. Uh, Disney's quote is saying they felt... um, uh, what's him called? They, uh, Steve Whitmer is quoted saying that he felt that Disney felt that he had been disrespectful in in being outspoken on character issues. Steve Whitmer said about being let go after 27 years of being Kermit the Frog. Um, like I said, he voiced Kermit the Frog for 27 years. Um, they, they they say that he um, wanted to, he he spoke up because he wanted to, he spoke about changes being made to the character he he felt were against what creator Jim Henson would have wanted. Um, there's a lot of interesting things that have changed you know, the split up of Kermit and Miss Piggy and um, these aren't, this isn't what Jim Henson probably would have wanted but um, we don't know that uh-huh. but of course, you know, the Henson family is still involved Brian Henson is still involved and uh, if they condone this then I mean, that's what it is I mean, at the end of the day, as a voiceover actor which is what you basically are as a, as a, Muppet, you know, as a puppeteer um, I mean, even though you're, you're controlling the puppet you're still doing a voiceover because you're doing the voice for that puppet um, it's your job to voice the voice the um, the character um, and give it life, but it's your job to follow the dr- directions of the producer and the director because that's who's paying you and you are an employee of them. Um, he is not Kermit the Frog, so he doesn't have rights um, and he doesn't have the right to say what he feels. I should back up. He has the right to say how he feels about the situation. He necessarily doesn't have the leverage. Change it now. He could speak up, take it for what it is, let it go. Apparently, that's not what happened. He kept being very adamant about the fact that he thought changes to the character were not what Jim Henson would have wanted. Again, you are a, you're a hired employee of Disney, uh, who now owns Henson Studios. Um, you know, uh, Disney and Muppet Studios have a very have a different, a very different uh, interpretation of the terms of winner's departure, saying that the actor uh, exhibited unacceptable business conduct. A source close to the studio told THR, uh, which is the source we're reading from today, um, told them that um, Whitney's communication style was overly hostile and unproductive, and his way of nego- negotiation delayed production. Uh, again, we've talked about this before, delaying production costs money. If you are delaying production and costing money, chances are, what do we tell you? You're going to be fired. Um, and even after 27 years, he was fired. His persistent unprofessional behavior over... A number of years ultimately led to this decision, the source said. As Whitmer being honored, the source told, uh, our source, THR, the puppeteer was not interested in what was being proposed. No details were given. Um, doesn't go on to tell us that the role of Kermit the Frog is an iconic one that is beloved by fans, and we respectfully, uh, will protect the integrity of the character very seriously, So the sculpt's spokesperson for Muppet Studios. Um, you know, so you know that Kermit the Frog will return, um, but Whitmere was also asked to take over Kermit by Hanson's family after he created his own timely death in 1990. Um, said that the, an instance of a note with uh, over a script uh, occurred during the ABC series, which was canceled last year, in which Kermit lied to his nephew Robin about his breakup with Miss Piggy. Um, and um, one of the pieces, if you remember back in, in Muppet history, um, and I kind of understand where Steve Whitmere is coming, up, coming from here, um One of the things about the Kermit and Robin relationship with his nephew um, was about the fact of being truthful in the lies. So the fact that he lies to him all these years later is definitely going against what that character relationship was supposed to be, the message it was supposed to be portraying. Um, So, um, yeah, just interesting. I wanted to just kind of mention that today. And, uh, you know, um, of course, you know, there's, dispute will probably continue to be on go on and on and on and on on. but um anyway Matt Vogel will take over as Kermit the Frog his first time as a character will be in uh in a Muppets Thought of the Week video which will occur which already has occurred um so uh check that out it's called Muppets Thought of the Week and you can check out um the new voice of Kermit the Frog um you know, uh, the last thing I wanted to say about Kermit is the look he brings into the eye of anyone of any age and meets in the person uh with Uh they people just love his character. Um so I can't take credit for that, but uh, I have truly I've truly been honored to keep Jim's spirit intact. So um that's a little bit about that. Um thought you would find that a little bit on the interesting side. I certainly did. Um let's see we have a um actually had another thing here I want to talk about. You know the um the, uh, the director of um, the original um, Christmas on Mass Courage has passed away too, which is quite interesting stuff. So let's take a quick break and uh, let's listen to some movie history.
2: You all know me. You know how I earn a living. I'll catch this bird for you but it ain't going to be easy. It's bad fish. It's not like going down the pond chasing bluegills or tommy this shark, swallow you whole. You're shaking, you're tenderizing, down you go. And we gotta do it quick. do will bring back the tourists. That'll put all your businesses on a paying basis. But it's not gonna be pleasant. I value my neck a lot more than 3,000 bucks, Chief. I'll find him for three, but I'll catch him and kill him for 10. And You gotta make up your minds. You want to stay alive and ante up? You want to play it cheap? Be on welfare the whole winter. I don't want no volunteers. I don't want no mates. There's too many captains on this island. $10,000 for me by myself. For that, you get the head, the tail, the whole damn thing. That's some pretty cool. I love that. Uh, That's
1: some some history for us. Um, movie Jaws. Um, I love that scene. And they're in the mayor's... Uh, I don't know if it's, it's actually like the council chambers or the mayor's office, but either way, they're having a meeting with the mayor and everybody you know, about closing the beaches and the shark problem. And uh, I just love that scene. So that, that scene, that's great. So anyway, uh, running through some quick uh, entertainment news. Um, uh, let's see. The actor who played Hellboy... Um, has, has resigned from the position uh, after a reboot, uh, after learning the character was was whitewashed. Um, so that, uh, that's interesting in itself. I uh, uh, actually kind of want to learn about that. Um, let's see if we can find out here. Um, Do-do-do. An actor set to appear in the upcoming reboot of Hellboy has exited the project after he realized the character for which he'd been cast for was a He's mix Oh,
0: He just went totally
1: crazy here. Blockchain. Um, after he realized that uh the character in which he was cast for was a mixed of Asian heritage and uh that is that casting would have whitewashed the role. Um interesting. Um that they would have thought that. Um anyway, um just random news. Um if you're gonna be there's an it inspired, the Stephen King's it comes out in September. Uh, there's an inspired haunted house that will actually absolutely terr- terrify you out in California. Um, there was another stunt, um, stunt driver killed on the set of Deadpool.
0: Um,
1: again, another tragedy. Um, what else?
0: Is on some entertainment
1: news. Let's see. Um, third time for the tick. We'll see if that's a charm. Probably not. Um, Houston's TV stations are back on the air. That's pretty cool. Uh, it's pretty bad out there. Um Bill Nye to Disney, you owe me nine million dollars for the science guy. Yeah, they probably do. Um, that wouldn't surprise me. Jay Thomas passed away this year. He was um he was a he was in cures. Um he was also the um he was also mur- worked with mur uh was uh, Murphy Brown's colleague in uh Murphy Brown. Uh Jay Thomas was um an actor, dead at sixty nine. Um, let's see, anything else? Um choo-choo. Alec Baldwin reclaims his role as Trump, uh, Mel B. walks off America's Got Talent, R. Kelly denies the underage relationship charges, um, eh, that's about it, not too much else is going on out there in the world. Bobby Christina uh, Brown's uh, biopic coming soon uh, to the small screen, knew that was coming in a matter of time, um, yeah, so anyway, that's that, It's um, so a little bit of what's going on out there in the entertainment world today. Uh, we're getting towards the end of our show today, so I want to start wrapping ourselves up. Um, but listen, um, thank you for joining us here on VIP Ignite uh, on Black Talk Radio. Um, we really appreciate you tuning in. We appreciate you tuning into our webinars. We appreciate all of our, our talent who is managed by us. We appreciate all of our talent who um, is in our inner circle and, and diamond inner circle and attending our events and all the great things that uh, we try to do to enhance your your, uh, your career, to enhance your life, to enhance who you are as a human being. Um, this is your host of Blog Talk Radio, Scott Merkel, saying have a great day, and so long, and thanks for the fish.
0: I'll share our intellect with my explainer in. The back, abuse much longer.